greatest hits and the greatest memories. Plenty more. 
To carry dentists, follow body. My eyes on Zobo, believe me. Ghana must go dope, no be color money. I hear many talking about me, saying this VEC now. Wow, Lafiaji, they hot Lafiaji. Take it easy, but bro, my wow. Many things I want to do, found one be me. If enemy like, make it on scarf. Don't need me. Plenty money, life We hustle every day for the dollar. Shop boy, don't be a dollar. Make hunger, no go round your neck like Carla. But those people talking about me, saying this VEC now, wow. La Viaggi, they hustle, La Viaggi, but Jesus Christine, he's a Christine,
my best every day. I pray make the adult, Baba. I don't want to see you lose your heart, my baby. Fresh 107.9 FM, good morning to you wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Monday, the 6th of December, 2021. It's platform at this uh, Monday morning, a couple of minutes behind schedule. Apologies. Wally Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there joining the program uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the weekend saw a lot of talks about uh, the Omicron variant of uh, COVID-19 and uh, quite a number of decisions that have been taken by 
a number of countries as regards uh, making sure that they stop the virus from surging or that as regards making sure that they stop the uh, cases uh, from uh, rising astronomically in their areas. Uh, the likes of the UK, Canada, the US and also of others have, um, you know, um, come out with uh, travel restrictions and uh, some of those restrictions affect Nigeria and Nigerians. Of course, uh, there's the broader conversation as to what we are doing about as regards our own uh, COVID-19 response. I remember that um, a lot has been made about uh, the country's vaccination drive, where we plan to be, where we are at at the moment and uh, what the federal government are doing. Uh, to ensure that uh, a lot more Nigerians get vaccinated uh, in as much as uh, there's still a lot of questions surrounding this uh, new variant as to how transmissible is it, how dangerous is it, how deadly is it, and what are its uh, uh, reactions to the vaccines. A lot remain unanswered as far as that is concerned, although they are beginning to, we are beginning to get some information as regards all of that. Uh, at the moment. We'll get into all those talks uh, this uh, morning. Of course, at some point, we'll get to hear from you uh, on the program uh, this morning. Uh, But uh, in a couple of minutes, I'd be getting some uh, experts' opinions as far as the situation is concerned. And of course, uh, um, uh, giving you updates as regards uh, some of the uh, developments from a lot of the countries around the world as far as uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, more especially uh, the Omicron variant is concerned. Welcome to Platform this Monday. Wally Bakar is my name. Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM Alberta this Monday. Oh, well, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic will get our attention again this morning, especially the um, talks surrounding the new variant, the Omicron variant, uh, which, of course, has uh, seen a lot of countries uh, coming up with um, a lot of uh, travel restrictions as part of efforts to uh, stem uh, the uh, surge in the number of cases as far as uh, the COVID-19 is uh, concerned. Because uh, the uh, Nigeria Center for Disease Control uh, continues to uh, give uh, daily updates as regards the cases that are being reported in the country. I remember that um, last week, uh, the NCDC had confirmed about three cases of COVID, uh, three cases of the Omicron variant 
uh, there's been no further updates since then. Many say that uh, quite a number of other cases have been confirmed uh, in the country. And um, there's the issue as regards, um, you know, the uh, percentage of the cases that have been confirmed in the last couple of days and, um, you know, uh, where they're coming from and how, how it is that many of them are from uh, inbound passengers. Uh, interestingly, uh, some of these countries have uh, begun to, um, you know, um, pronounce restrictions on the country. Well, uh, the NTDC uh, says that um, yesterday the country reported 55 new COVID cases. Out of uh, this uh, 55, uh, 37 of them uh, were from uh, Lagos, six of them from Edo, five from Oshun, four from Oyo, two from Ogun, and then one from Ekiti. Because uh, the uh, numbers are very much reduced, uh, just as it has been the trend the last couple of days. Uh, but there is the worry uh, that with the Omicron variant and uh, you know the possibility of a fourth wave uh, is uh, something that has been talked about. I remember what happened with Delta uh, when, uh, you know, in just a couple of weeks, uh, it became the dominant variant and there was a sp- uh, you know, an astron- astronomical rise in number of cases that have been reported across the world, there are a lot of people with the fears uh, that with this uh, Omicron strain, uh, that it is possible that it becomes a dominant uh, strain in a couple of days and we could have you know, numbers rising across various parts of the world. Uh, well, the UK um, yesterday uh, added Nigeria uh, to its red list uh, what that means is that, um, uh, in fact, they say that they will be pending all visa applications at the moment. And uh, even UK citizens, uh, or Nigerian UK uh, citizens or residents who are you know, getting into the country would have to quarantine for about 10, 11 days uh, in a, a government-approved hotel. And many have put the figures to that, saying it's uh, going to be well over £2,000 uh, that will be needed if we are... Uh, well, uh, the federal government, uh, they've been reacting to the UK decision. The Minister of Health, Dr. Osage Anuri, uh, was on a television program late yesterday. He expressed his appointment over the UK government placement of Nigeria on its red list uh, following the detection of the COVID-19 Omicron variant. According to him, uh, the government uh, is not very happy, uh, saying that, um, find, uh, in his words, we're not very happy when six countries in sub-Saharan Africa were placed on the red list. And the WHO also advised against putting each other on the red list. Uh, He says, from what we know about the COVID-19, there are many ways to manage it. And besides, not much is still known about the Omicron variant. We know, for example, that there have been no fatalities. Uh, There have also been no reports of very severe illness. Actually, the rationale for being so hasty in putting countries on the red list is not something that is very helpful. Uh, For the WHO, they had advocated that this actually is a time for countries to come together uh, the countries to support each other and uh, fight this uh, new strain. Uh, Canada as well. Remember, they've also banned travelers from Nigeria and a couple of other countries. Uh, there's so many uh, that, has, that has been done uh, by so many countries. The likes of Hong Kong, Indonesia as well, uh, put a place in restrictions on uh, Nigerians, uh, Singapore as well. Uh, well, let, let's take a listen to the Honorable Minister of Health, uh, Dr. Sage Anuri, who was speaking on that uh, TV program yesterday as regards uh, some of the issues, uh, especially the placing of Nigeria on the red list, uh, the UK red list, and um, quite a number of other updates as far as Nigeria's response to the COVID pandemic is concerned.
many countries uh, were not very happy when uh, six countries in Southern Africa were placed on a red list. And the WHO also advised against uh, uh, putting uh, each other on the red list. From what we know so far about the uh, COVID-19, there are many ways to manage it. And uh, besides, uh, not much was known, or not much is still known about the Omicron variant. We know, for example, that there have been no fatalities. Uh, there have also been uh, no uh, reports of uh, very severe illness. So actually, the rationale for being so hasty in putting countries on the red list uh, is not uh, something that uh, is very helpful. It's going to disrupt commerce. It's going to uh, disrupt family reunions. It is going to... Uh, uh, disrupt the movement of goods and services, particularly at this time of year, towards uh, the time of uh, uh, the uh, uh, birthday of Christ, festi Christmas festivities. Uh, we regularly get uh, travelers coming in from the UK who are COVID positive. In fact, within the last two weeks, uh, the COVID uh, positive arrivals that we had uh, were 50% from the UK. And there is uh, genetic sequencing going on, and we shall have the results soon. We don't know how many of them uh, are necessarily uh, Omicron variants. But uh, if every country were going to put uh, other countries on, uh, on, on the ban list because there are 21 cases from that country, very soon you have a large number of uh, countries on your red list. Uh, so I do believe that there are ways of, other ways of going about it. And uh, we in Nigeria uh, don't uh, regard uh, banning uh, flights and banning movement, movement of people as particularly uh, helpful and supportive. They were the so-called third wave already with the Delta uh, uh, variant that came in. This is what we are looking at as a fourth wave, and it was predicted here. We predicted this as far back as a month ago, that there might be a fourth wave. Uh, in Nigeria, and uh, it is uh, perhaps in the world, and it is uh, almost uh, accurately manifesting. Uh, we hope that it doesn't get to be that, and if it becomes a fourth wave, it would not be in any way uh, deadly to our citizens. But we did predict that there might be a fourth wave, and uh, which would probably have been triggered now by uh, this Omicron uh, variant. Minister of Health, Saga Andres, speaking on the television program late yesterday, because uh, very interesting uh, is uh, submissions as regards uh, the decision uh, to place Nigeria on the red list by the UK and a couple of other countries that have, of course, banned movements uh, from Nigeria, are saying that um, you know this will have a lot of effects. You mentioned the economy, talked about commerce, but uh, there, would, there are some that would argue uh, the health implications of having people moving and all of that, although. Uh, you know, for just as uh, the South African president, Cyril Ramaphosa, said, uh, you know, some days back, when uh, the law of the countries began to impose restrictions on Southern African countries, in name, it described it as discriminatory, saying uh, that is not helpful in any way. And that, that's a somewhat similar, although he, he stopped short of calling it discriminatory, but he did say uh, that uh, such bans will not be helpful. 
uh, for the law of the country is affected as well. Well, uh, we will uh, return to take some more thoughts as far as the situation is concerned, uh, but we'll take this very quick break and return in a moment. It's Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. Remember, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Live. Uh, you can join us via that avenue. Don't go anywhere, please. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, still platform uh, this uh, Monday morning. I did so get some expert thoughts as far as this issue is concerned. Uh, Dr. Kasima Kewande is on the phone line with us this morning, speaking to us from Lagos. I think he's on route. By the way, good morning, Dr. Kewande. Great to have you join us. Yeah, a very good morning, Wally. Well, Thank you for having me. It's, it's great to have you join us. Uh, I know that uh, you're in a very... Uh, I know you are uh, you are en route, Abel Kuta, but hopefully we'd um, get to talk to you for a couple of minutes. Uh, well, uh, all right, no problem. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've been following the lot of the uh, talks as regards uh, the uh, decisions that have been made by so many countries as far as this Omicron variant is concerned. Uh, the Minister of Health was speaking yesterday saying banning movement, banning flights might not be great for a lot of countries. What do you make of all of this? Well, thank you very much. Uh, you, you see, the idea of uh, having uh, this uh, new variant, well, it's actually not a big thing. Because, of course, this will be like the fourth variant of the coronavirus that we'll have since its outbreak in 2019. But the problem basically is um, for the fact that the virus was detected in South Africa and um, there has been this um, a kind of, uh, uh, I would, would I say, apathy towards the new variant now as against what we used to have in the past when the other variants came. But what the basic issue there is that it's a new variant and uh, COVID, as you know, is a mutating virus. So it just tells us that we still need to buckle up, you know, in terms of ensuring that uh, we protect ourselves, get vaccinated, and ensure that all the necessary precautions are abided with. But the idea of uh, countries quickly shutting up their borders and things like that, there are two ways to it. Some of them may be political, and uh, of course, some of them may be due to proactive uh, measure being taken by these countries. But if you look at it critically, and from what the trend we have been following up, the Omicron, as it is called, is not just detected. Or it's not just uh, 
uh, maybe it's just detected, okay, but it's not that it's, uh, it, 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 it's there, you know, it's like uh, it's being widespread already. Yeah. For instance, after detecting Omicron in South Africa, when South Africa tried the variant, some other European countries have confirmed the presence of that virus in their country. So it simply shows that it's not a new thing. That it's been, it's been circulating before its detection. But uh, this idea of quickly shutting doors and, uh, well, let's just pray it's not political. One thing I'm not just too comfortable with is a situation whereby they now want to turn coronavirus to African scene. I think African scientists found at this, and it is, it is not fair or not. It's not a new variant, and of course, the protection against this is what everybody should. Uh, taking that I means you should take serious. Well, um, you know, the WHO uh, came out to say that there's still a lot of um, learning ongoing as regards, you know, the characteristics of this variant. Uh, you know, talking mm. about responsibility, whether it is deadlier, or you know, what its reaction to the vaccines are. What, what can you tell us about this? Uh, well, this being a new variant, it is not new that studies around its pathogenicity and uh, infectivity and things like that will be studied, you know. So it's a, it's a general thing when we have a new variant like that because, you know, for the virus to have mutated into a new uh, form, definitely it could have developed resistance to one or two other things mm. that uh, were common with previous viruses. So, scientifically, it has to be studied. We have to know the infectivity rate. We have to know the uh, some other properties, you know, that will help in ensuring that we protect ourselves against the virus. So, it's not a new thing that we are having that. All right. Uh, what, what what do you make? Because I know I know the last time we spoke uh, you know, on this matter, we spoke about you know our vaccination drive, uh, you know getting more vaccines available, getting more people to take the vaccine. Uh, would you say there's been improvements? Because when you look at the numbers, uh, the last time we hear, they say about five percent of Nigerians have been fully vaccinated, and just three percent have. Uh, got, I mean, three percent have been fully vaccinated. Five percent have gotten one jab. Uh, would you say we've improved as far as our vaccination drive? is concerned as far as vaccination is concerned we are still far behind that's mm-hmm. the truth and um, as a personal let me say personally i think uh, government seriously needs to do more in terms of ensuring uh that uh, the public awareness is there and you know, as far as this uh, COVID of a thing is concerned, it's been a long battle. You know, most especially in terms of convincing citizens to ensure that they take these vaccines. And uh, even on coronavirus in general, and it's not just an African thing or Nigerian thing. We can see all over the world riots and uh, uh, protests going on against uh, vaccination or things like that. But it is the honors lies on the authorities to ensure that people are well convinced about the virus and the need to ensure that they are vaccinated. Although the basic issue that is there, I've always said it and I've said it so many times, is that, you know, we've not been, the mortality is not high. I did think in something we are seeing dead bodies on the street. Everybody would take it serious. But you should not get to that level that we'll be having very high uh, mortality rate before we now take some of these things serious. So it's less to do the needful. We need more public awareness 
as far as COVID is concerned, to ensure that uh, people get uh, uh, vaccinated. But so far, we have not been doing well as far as vaccination is concerned. Less than five percent of our population has been vaccinated so far, and we can't say that is a success rate. Well, just, just before I let you leave, uh, Doctor Kamande, um, let, let's uh, talk about you know testing, which is you know your core area, and you know um, at, at the start of the pandemic, we began to you know, make a lot of improvements, make a lot of progress as regards molecular testing and all of that. Um, what, what, what's the level we're at now? Because I've heard a lot of people say not many people are coming out for testing anymore. I've also heard some express the fear that uh, we are beginning to, you know, not um, grow on the gains that we made at the start of the pandemic. Well, as far as the testing is concerned, you know, uh, it's a novel virus that was just detected, but I can assure you that there has been lots and lots of developments, most especially in terms of rapid diagnostic testing, you know, for uh, the COVID. These days, we've seen organizations ensuring, I mean, buying key that uh, the drugs used for uh, initial testing before they go for molecular. When this testing is positive ahead, it cannot be confirmed using molecular testing. But beyond that, I think the area of molecular testing is still there, although just as I said, you know, because of the uh, the prevalence that is uh, dwindling or is not much in our area, it has not made people to actually be going for testing, except people that are getting down seriously, maybe with malaria or even COVID, that they don't want to confirm that they not get to the laboratory for those testing. But beyond that, I think the molecular testing has already brought about a new development here. You know, because these are kind of... Uh, laboratory technique that was very scarce. It used to be used for only research. But this time around, we are using it for diagnostics now. So, uh, left and right of it, we will say that COVID has brought about some new technologies, which is a good development for us in terms of direct diagnosis. You know, but at the same time, uh, the development just continues. But in terms of people coming for testing, I think it's more simplified now. Mm. You know, people can just do rapid diagnosis testing to even know their status before confirmation. So, uh, by and large, looking at it left and right, I'll say it's a bit of sweet pain. All right. Uh, well, uh, thank you very much, Dr. Kimande. Um Thank you really for your time. I know that uh, I love your plans change this morning. Uh, thank you very much for talking to us this morning. <laughs> it, it, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Sorry for the background noise. No, no, it's, it's all right. Thank you. Uh, we heard you just clearly. All right. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Kasema Kimande, uh speaking to us there. Uh, well, uh, apparently I was uh, expected to... Uh, join us uh, on the program this morning, but uh, quite a number of things changed. But uh, we we did get some thoughts uh, from him uh, this uh, morning as far as the situation is concerned. Um, uh, Reacting, uh, of course, uh, is our thoughts as far as uh, the issue of uh, countries, um, you know, announcing uh, restrictions and travel bans are concerned, uh, just as a couple of people have uh, looked at the political angle to it. Uh, he says uh, that uh, it is his hope <laughs> that it's not political uh, and, um, you know, this uh, situation is not made an African thing, which, of course, was the position 
of the South African president uh, when a lot of these uh, restrictions were announced against Southern African countries, saying uh, COVID didn't come from here, they'll, they'll make it about us. And there are beginning to be indications that um, in as much as uh, the uh, belief is that the Omicron variant was detected in South Africa, it might even have been in a lot of other places uh, before the detection uh, in South Africa. Uh, we'll take a pause and uh, return to talk to you uh, this uh, morning. Um, it's um, quite interesting, uh, you know, the situation that we find ourselves, especially when you put into consideration that, uh, you know, well, we still, we're still battling uh, with uh, the perennial issues of uh, uh, people's, um, take, people's uh, you know, people taking uh, the virus seriously and obeying the non-pharmaceutical measures and just doing all they should to protect themselves. Uh, the perennial issues of hesitancy uh, to vaccination, uh, the issues of uh, availability is also there. Uh, when you put all of this side by side, uh, another wave uh, is something that the country uh, at the moment appears like uh, we might not be able to deal with. Although, uh, some say that um, even when it was a lot of uh, numbers being reported from other countries of the world, that we were relatively lucky and they're hoping that we'll also uh, be, uh, you know, uh, be lucky at this time. But, you know, this really isn't something you want to leave for chance or something you want to hope uh, that we'll be lucky about. We'll get some thoughts from you in a moment. Don't go anywhere. It's Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM at Bilkuta. Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM at today, Monday, the 6th of December, 2021. In case you're just joining us, we've been talking about the latest as far as the COVID-19 pandemic is concerned uh, with the uh, discovery of the Omicron variant and uh, uh, the uh, decisions that have been taken by quite a number of uh, countries around the world. Uh, at the moment, uh, countries like Canada, the U.S., the UK, not the US, rather, some countries like Canada, the UK, Indonesia, Singapore, and Hong Kong, uh, part of countries that have, um, you know, placed um, foreign travels uh, from uh, Nigeria 
uh, police bans on foreign travels from Nigeria. And uh, many reactions have trailed that quite a number of people have said, in fact, some experts have asked that Nigeria itself, uh, you know, begin to, begins to look at, you know, placing restrictions on uh, some of these countries uh, that uh, these uh, cases have been detected. Although some have said, do we have the confidence? Some have said, can we do that? Quite a number of things have been said. 0815 Good morning to you. Good morning, darling. Good morning, sir. Yeah, this is not a All right, good morning. Good morning, talk to us. Yeah, I'm Yes, you are. I think the international also uh, you can look at the second video. So if uh, UK are doing uh, their position, the fundamental measure, we have everything to do that thing. They can get against this thing. They are doing that thing. Yeah, they are in a lot of That is on our side, and that's why we have been so lucky in this part of the world. So, but nevertheless, that does not mean that we don't we must be relaxed and allow everybody to enter to, into the country because of the commerce or because of trade, because of money we want to collect or any other thing. We should be ready to put some precautionary measures so that the issue will not escalate. Thank All right, thank you. Thank you very much. 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers who called to talk to us this morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Please turn on the volume on your radio. Thank you. Good morning, Wally. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good morning, sir. Good morning, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Talk to us. I let me first appreciate you for uh, being concerned about you know the public health of Nigeria. Mm. This is important. Mm. There are three things I want us to look at this morning. One, the issue of COVID-19 is a public health issue, and I want to advise Nigerians that whatever inhibition of circumstances they might have towards this, they should please endeavour. To ensure that we observe all the protocols that we have as well. Kind of number of us have been used with the way it's been handled, but it does not take away the fact that it's a public health issue. Yeah. Which means that if somebody in your community is having it, um, whatever it is that you are doing, you cannot work together to solve the problem, it will eventually affect you. And that's where all the precautions, both non pharmaceuticals and pharmaceutical precautions, we show. Pharmaceuticals in terms of taking vaccine. Let's just take our vaccine. That's my first point. Number two is that the issue of Omicron, we can't separate politics from the science. We can. And then we won't be able to blame any country that has taken any precautions now. Every government of every country holds their citizens, their citizens a duty of protection. Whatever happens, matter how bad people feel about it, they hold them a duty of protection. We also what happened during the first wave in Italy and in entire Europe. How people die. So we that can't just hold their arms. Right. Whatever sarcasm that we have, whatever signs that we have, we need to take some action. Number three, uh, the analysis of the issue of COVID in Nigeria. 
we can state mobilization member in Ogun State, mobilization committee member in the state. And I've always raised it at our meeting that the Nigerian government is not doing enough scientifically. What do I mean? So it, it's on record that they have been taking the set of the 19. It's not impactful in this part of the world, especially in Nigeria. Mm. And because of the incident that is low, that is making people believe that COVID did not exist. No, COVID existed. However, I am taking our scientists and researching teachers to look into you know, record data and what makes us up as Nigerians, why we have not been seriously affected by COVID-19. Right. So we can pursue this science, right. you know, to prevent it and not just talk about it. That's right. my point, Wally. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank you. Uh, Hado, let's say thank you very much, uh, for your contribution. Ali, I appreciate it. Hello, good morning to you. Hello, Lucarani. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Where are with you? Yeah, my name is Falaim Falaim from Mishagawili. All right, talk to us. Yeah, I want to have my own take in two perspectives. All right, all right. Uh, the number one is this. Uh, I think our government are not doing more in publicity to the populace. You understand know, they, they should do more commercials. You understand know, On radio, on TV, even posters. They always do their thing. Maybe they just do blah, 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 blah. Later on, they stop. What is blah? You understand know, now? <laughs> the blah, blah is this. When Jacobi is very, very in eyesight, mm. they did like something is happening mm. in the world. Mm. But now, when they, they kind of reduced that it came, they now, you know, withheld or whatever they are doing, as in the commercials and all those things, mm. they should it's a continuous thing. Mm. Because they, they can tell us he has a, a third wave, you have a second wave, you have this wave, wave, wave. Okay, if it is wave, you continue your do, your things too. You do commercials, you do so many things to, uh, to make people know that this thing is real. You understand now? And yeah. the second thought that I have this morning is this. UK, we watch Premier League. You know how crowded that place is mm. when they are watching that mm. football. Mm. Now, something came up here in Africa. They started closing. You understand now? They are forgotten that they, yeah, they started it. it start, they are the epic, I mean, <laughs> uh, the Western world, they are the epic. But when they have their own, we open our this in Bagada. They are coming in. But now, because they hear little things in Africa, mm. they shut down. Right. You understand? That is good sentiment. They are sentimental. All thank right. you. Good morning. All right, thank you. Uh, I see the point you're making there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Says, <laughs> we opened our dog, Bagada. Anyway, 0815-432-1079. Those are the numbers to call uh, to talk to us via... Uh, this uh, morning on the program. Remember, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash freshfmlive. Uh, There's also another avenue for you to talk to us. Uh, if you're using the Facebook app on your mobile phones, just search for Fresh FM Abeoguta and uh, you can watch us live and, of course, drop your contributions there uh, this uh, morning too. Uh, and uh, we'll be glad to mention it. Uh, it's interesting, you know, the, the last, uh, you know, caller mentioned the issue of the English Premier League and the uh, fact that a lot of fans, at, at least, uh, you know, stadiums are back at full capacity, although uh, quite a number of countries are beginning to talk about uh, reducing the capacity so as to, uh, you know, uh, stop the spread of the virus. Uh, but that's not the situation in England. But, uh, you know, uh, it's interesting uh, what the uh, reaction has been to the Omicron variant and countries uh, that have uh, reported 
cases of it. Uh, at the moment, uh, as at the last count, uh, there were about 24 countries thereabout uh, that had uh, reported one case or more of uh, the Omicron variant and the WHO, that's the uh, UN Health Agency, uh, the World Health Organization, they've uh, come out to say uh, that um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a while, we might be talking about the Omicron variant being the dominant variant uh, if, uh, you know, quickly uh, things are not uh, done to stop the spread. Although uh, WHO strongly advises against, you know, these lockdowns and, uh, you know, travel bans and all of that. But uh, there are quite a number of uh, publications, a lot of, uh, you know, institutes uh, giving updates as regards what we know you know, about uh, the Omicron variant. Because uh, scientists, uh, they are raising uh, to establish the variant's transmissibility, uh, its effect on the immune system, and the chance of hospitalization or death. Uh, Those are the three major issues, uh, the three major questions uh, that uh, they are willing to answer. What is the transmissibility of this new COVID variant? How good is it at evading the antibodies and T-cells that make up a person's immune defenses? And what are the chances that uh, this variant will trigger severe illnesses that could lead to hospitalization and possibly death of an infected person? At the moment, scientists are struggling to find definitive answers to these critically important questions, although evidence already suggests uh, that uh, Omicron has potential to cause serious disruption. Uh, so many uh, are not uh, quite clear uh, as regards, um, you know, what exactly it is. At the moment, oh, I said 24 earlier. At the moment, uh, 38 countries, yes, have uh, reported one or more cases of uh, the Omicron variant. In fact, um, a lot of countries, are, for example, the UK, in England, uh, they identified, they've identified about 104 cases already of uh, the variant. So there are just a lot uh, of uh, questions out there that are waiting for answers. Uh, the hope is that the answers will come uh, very quickly and um, hopefully would you know totally understand what we're up against. Uh, Ele, good morning. Sorry, Wally. Good morning. Once again, uh, oh, you, quickly, please, because of our time, but there are quite a number of others trying to talk to us. Quickly. In, in, you, in you of what is the impact that Omicron can cause in us is very germane. Mm. And what makes it fairly doing in coming to work in South Africa, when I have this point, because if they can get South Africa to send the Omicron, other countries in the world will keep quiet when they have other in their country. Mm. So it's a thing that you say that there is a problem of vaccine distribution between the rich and poor countries. This, I think, is what we need to look into because it affects our world. That's what this country should look about how to get vaccine to other persons of the world. I think it's the way forward towards solving problem. Thank you. All right. All right, thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, uh, do try again. 0815-432-1079, Hopefully we can uh, get to hear from you uh, just before we wrap things up this morning. Uh, apologies, uh, some of the calls are just uh, going, uh, coming in and dropping. Okay, uh, but to try again, facebook.com forward slash freshfm live. That's another avenue for you to drop your contributions uh, this uh, morning. Uh, so uh, the um, the uh, wait is on uh, to get a definitive answer to the law of the, uh, the three questions that I mentioned earlier, the transmissibility of the virus, what it's a, it's a reaction to the uh, human immune system. And, um, of course, 
the um, issue of uh, how uh, what are the chances of leaving someone very sick and uh, you know leading to hospitalization and possibly death of an individual uh, those are questions that remain unanswered remember uh, that uh, these were the procedures as uh, when the you know other variants came when delta came uh, that was a procedure many wanted to get answers the answers came quickly for delta i'm sure the answers will come quickly for omicron as well and uh, when they come hopefully uh, it will be some favorable news but at the moment at the moment uh, we're unsure uh, what the transmissibility is we're unsure how deadly it is we're unsure uh, you know how uh, uh, terrible uh, the effects can be but if uh, if uh, the previous experiences are anything to go by uh, then we should, you know, brace ourselves for the worst possible. That way, uh, if we get some good news, at least, uh, you know, we'd be fine. So, whatever it is you do, uh, protect yourselves. Uh, maybe it is time to begin to take the uh, COVID measures uh, a lot more seriously. Uh, many of us have, um, you know, jettisoned a lot of these non-pharmaceutical measures. Uh, many months ago, uh, used to be that if you get into a public space, a bank, for example. In fact, the pharmaceutical companies these days, uh, the pharmacy stores these days don't even care whether you're wearing a mask anymore. It uh, wasn't like that. These are things that we need to begin to imbibe again. And as much as we can, uh, let us uh, join in the education of individuals around us. Uh, because trust me, there are still some very uh, interesting opinions about the COVID. Uh, just here, last week, someone was saying something very <laughs> wonderful. Uh, you know, I uh, just I don't want to dwell on that. But there are still individuals that have very interesting opinions about COVID. So um, as much as you can, uh, it might be one, two, three people around you joining the education of these people. Uh, they, of course, will in turn educate others, hopefully. And then we can have a society of well-educated people as far as this virus is concerned, and we can begin to take it a lot more seriously uh, than we do at this time. Um, I hope we'll all be fine at the end of the day. That's the program this morning. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. Many thanks to a lot of you who spoke to us via the phone lines. Apologies that we couldn't get to uh, pick your calls. Thank you uh, to Dr. Kasima Kewande who joined us uh, from uh, Lagos via the telephone uh, this morning to uh, share his thoughts. Uh, we'll uh, definitely pick this up at another time. Uh, but that's the beat we'll do this Monday. That's the program today. Wale Bakar is my name. Have a safe week. Good morning. From the Rock City of Nigeria. Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. This is Fresh 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. Playing the best music. Best for hardworking Nigerians who are getting the job done. Rash. 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience.
me tell it I know something. I know she should not go If you leave me not follow me, if you leave me I apology. That's what it's you go. You know I say you know. She borrow for me and then she call me my phone. I said do you like it? She told me I do. And now you do me so. She play me too cool. She don't know I know. I did you up I want to I know. No be say you go on to the fans right now. Sorry, come and be my testimony. You get to something I never see. She says she likes my melody. I said, My darling, sorry, come and be my testimony. You get to something I never see. She says she likes my melody. Let me tell it, I know something. I know she should not go If you leave me, not fellow. If you leave me, I apologize. Let me tell it, I know something. I know she should not go If you leave me, not fellow.